I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Well, wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. I make it cute, we make good food, and cocktails too, I'm here for you. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're back here hanging out with me. I know that it is the day after the holidays, so I really appreciate you for tuning in and listening. I know that a lot of people are tuned out from work and just life in general, so I appreciate you for hanging out with me, and I'm going to do my best to hang out with you. I am recording this on Thanksgiving. I'm going to talk about how Thanksgiving went. Um, but this episode is really going to be about Black Friday and uh, just kind of like what my opinions are on Black Friday in 2020, all that jazz. Um, yeah, so I hope that you're ready to kind of like sit back. Hopefully you have some leftover sangria or some leftover wine from yesterday or maybe a little mimosa moment. I don't know why. Mimosas are super popular during Thanksgiving time, maybe because everyone eats so early. But regardless, hopefully you are relaxed, a little bit more awake than you were after the comatose version of you after turkey, and ready to kind of listen. So I want to start this episode off by talking about my Thanksgiving. Um, I know that I talked about Thanksgiving a little bit last week and what that looked like for me in 2019, but it looks a little bit different for me in 2020 now. Not only with, you know, just like everything happening with coronavirus, but also just because 
if it was a normal year, I would probably be somewhere in Europe, most likely Paris. But um, this was my first Thanksgiving home in a couple of years. So I ended up being able to come home on the weekend before Thanksgiving. And I have been quarantined in my apartment for months, not leaving, not interacting with pretty much a single soul. So I felt comfortable enough to come in and my family felt comfortable enough to have me. And I haven't seen them in months. So it was really nice to be able to come in. So I also do just want to like mention that if there's any little background noise or anything like that, I am so sorry. I'm recording somewhere much different than when I used to record in my studio apartment where I live alone. So some sounds I am not in control of and we will deal with it and we will adapt and we're going to have a good time on this episode. So for Thanksgiving, I want to talk about my menu um, and I want to talk about a Thanksgiving dinner that I prepared a couple of years back. So a couple of years back, I really wanted to cook an entire Thanksgiving dinner by myself. Um, yeah, I was kind of a psychopath uh, about that. I was like, okay, this is my menu. It's going to be so fancy. It's going to be so elegant, blah, 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 planned everything out. And then the day of, I don't think I had been that tired in forever. What I did is we were having quite a few people over and I got the bright idea rather than preparing a turkey, which, you know, you have to, it's like a three-day cooking process. You have to brine it and you have to, you know, pat it dry and roast it. And you have, there's just like so much overhead that goes into cooking a turkey. And also I'm not a huge fan of turkey. I would much prefer, you know, Cornish hen, which is what I made, or like duck or chicken, actually. Turkey is, I I feel like it's very easy to dry out. And yeah, I mean, duck is above all, but um, Cornish hens did the job. So I decided to make individual Cornish hens for each guest that attended. So I think I ended up making about six or seven Cornish hens that day, in addition to the rest of my menu. So from that moment on, I swore that I would never do that again um, unless I have like a really nice kitchen setup where you know I have a bunch of ovens and like you know kind of like my dream kitchen that's maybe when I would attempt that again Um, or if I just had like a second stove (laughs) sitting around somewhere regardless Thanksgiving looked a lot different for me this year in a time of quarantine and COVID I had no one over outside of my normal family It was just us four, and we were really able to pare down the menu and kind of make it a little bit more simplistic. Thanksgiving, I feel like it's become very commercialized. It's very very much a celebration of abundance, and, you know, depending upon what story you read about the origins of Thanksgiving, they all kind of revolve around a meal and, like, a, a meal of abundance and a feast. But I think that Thanksgiving, it's a time where we can come together and bond and enjoy great food. But also at the same time, I don't think it has to be this massive 18 course feast that a lot of us go for. If that is what you desire to do, more power to you. I'm envious, but we pared down our menu a lot this year. Um, Thanksgiving, it was it was a lot different than years past. And also a tradition that I used to have is we had our Thanksgiving festivities really early during the day. So around 8 or 9 p.m., my friends and I, we would all kind of be done with our Thanksgiving activities. So we would get started on Black Friday shopping and shop overnight until the morning. So we would go out at like 9, 10 p.m. And then we would get back home 
around 9 a.m., 10 a.m. And that's what we did for a couple of years. I know that my friends changed it up last year, but um, yeah, that was kind of how we always used to do it. But this year, Black Friday shopping looks a lot different. And for anyone who may be considering going out Black Friday shopping, I just have a few words. Stay at home, stay safe, and don't expose yourself or others to unnecessary like things. I definitely understand and I resonate with wanting to get out of your house or your apartment or your condo or whatever you may be in and going out and getting that $50 air fryer or getting those $20 dumbbells or getting that $200 88-inch flat screen TV. But those are items and your life is priceless. You are so much more valuable than any discount that you could get on those items or any price that you could pay for that. So please stay home. I know that it's really tempting to just like kind of forget, oh, the virus isn't really a thing, but it is so interesting. And it's really interesting because we have more cases than we did back in March whenever things were like, quote unquote, really bad. And it seems like we have a lot less concern for it. I definitely understand being fed up. I definitely, for me, I love to travel and I love to be out and about and go to restaurants and have experiences. So I hear everyone who says like, yeah, I just want to be able to do this. I want to be able to do that too. But also I know that I have to be a little selfish. And by being selfish, I mean deprive myself of certain things that I may do otherwise in order to mitigate how long this continues on for. So I do want to say that. And with that, I said that this episode was going to kind of be about Black Friday. And it still is. It's going to be about alternative things that you can do on Black Friday rather than to go like shopping and going out and about. Because I imagine that there's some people who still held big gatherings for Thanksgiving. People still traveled from other states. And people are trying to do what they can to, you know, mitigate the spread. But at the same time, there's going to be a spike after this. And I just don't want any of you to become part of that statistic. Before we kind of pivot into this Black Friday conversation, I'm sure that you have a bunch of leftover Thanksgiving food. And I want to give you a recipe for how to use that. Even though I didn't use, um, even though I didn't have turkey, you might be able to use turkey in this recipe. It's kind of like a take on like a Thanksgiving panini. Whenever I worked at Starbucks in high school, I they that was the year that they rolled out the Thanksgiving panini. And there was always a couple things that were lacking about it that I was just like, you know what? This would just make it that much better. And I think this recipe takes some of my grievances that I had over that panini and makes it a little bit better. And the first thing is by not using ciabatta bread, it's by using Hawaiian rolls. So it's almost like Thanksgiving leftover sliders. I like that. Let's go with that. So without further ado, let's talk about making this. For any good Thanksgiving leftover thing, whether it's a bowl or it's a sandwich or it's a slider, there's a couple key elements that you need. If you consume meat, if you are a meat eater and 
that's within your diet, some type of protein source. Um, this year we opted to do ham, but you know, if you did turkey, cut off some turkey. I prefer dark meat when it comes to turkey because it just stays a lot juicier. The breast, it just like it's easier to dry it out. So, and I'm sure most people actually eat a lot of the breast the night before. So use what you have. Like, like I said, the dark meat is usually a little bit more juicy. So makes for a better sandwich, in my opinion, because a little bit it's a little bit more moist. And another thing that I think people kind of forget about with any type of like sandwich or anything is you don't have to use exclusively Thanksgiving leftovers. So I find that these sandwiches can be a little bit dry at times. So one thing that I want to do to moisten it up and make it a little bit better is we're going to use a little bit of mayo. If you don't like mayo, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> well, you can definitely figure out a different alternative, but I think mayo, mayo is just tasteless enough that it adds well-needed moisture to the sandwich without adding a lot of flavor. Another thing that I would say is a must for this sandwich is cranberry sauce. There's something that's just like so nice about the sweetness with like kind of like the savoriness of the protein that you're using. So if you're using ham and it's like has like a brown sugar crust or something, go ahead, skip the cranberry sauce. But if you're using turkey, I would definitely recommend using some type of cranberry sauce of some sorts to just like add another additional layer of moisture. The next thing you need is like some type of potato. I feel like everyone has some type of potato dish at their Thanksgiving <laughs> spread. I think it's really interesting because truly this slider could be applicable to anything that you have. So it's not really like a distinct recipe per se, but it's kind of like take what you have and turn it into something new. And that's the best part about it is like, I don't know, when I eat Thanksgiving the day of, I don't want to eat that exact same meal the next day because it just doesn't taste the same. Flavors have to have time to settle in, and it's one of those things that I really want to be able to address the flavors for what they are in that moment, not what they were the night before. And the best way to do that is to reinvent it and put it in slider form. So get your turkey, your cranberry sauce, your potatoes. For my personal slider, I'm going to use things that I had on my table. So like I mentioned, we used ham instead of turkey. So I'm going to take some ham. And then I'm going to put that on my slider. I'm going to put a little bit of mayo on each slide of the slider. And then I'm going to layer some ham. We did have potatoes. I'm going to put some potatoes on top. One other thing that can make the sandwich really nice and moist is gravy. We didn't end up using any gravy because they weren't um, mashed potatoes. They were a different type that didn't require gravy. So use gravy if you need to. And if you don't have it, then no worries. I'm not using it either. Then... You're going to go ahead and put on your cranberry sauce. We did have a little bit of cranberry sauce, so I put that on. And then I also put a little bit of mac and cheese on it. We have mac and cheese at every holiday meal. I know it sounds a little weird, but again, we're taking things, we're reinventing it, and we're mixing all these flavors together. It's like the same as like dipping your fork into a bunch of different things before taking a bite. This time, you're just having it with the carbs already a part of it. It's built in. It's handheld too. Much nicer than than having to uh, do it on a plate again. 
but I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to put all this in my oven at about 375 degrees for eight to nine minutes, just so everything's warm through. And I'm going to brush the Hawaiian roll with a little bit of butter when it comes out and sprinkle with either poppy seeds or a little bit of kosher salt. It's kind of dealer's choice in this case, but that's, that's it. It's a super easy recipe. The day after Thanksgiving, I don't think anyone wants to do anything. I think you're still a little bit lethargic from the night before, and that's perfectly okay. We all are, and I definitely understand that, and I hear you. You are seen. I want to make sure that you feel seen today because there's a lot going on in a lot of places that I feel like I'm seeing you. But yeah, that is a super easy recipe for your day after Thanksgiving festivities. And getting back into the day after Thanksgiving, which is formerly known as Black Friday, Let's talk about things that we can do instead of Black Friday shopping. So if you're already with a group of people, I would suggest keep it within this group. Don't expose yourself to more people. You have to measure the situation. If you have been quarantining and your friend has been quarantining and you both spend Thanksgiving alone and you really want that social interaction, I trust that you have the measuring skills to assess the situation at face value and not put yourself or any other person in harm's way. But one way that you can uh, pass the time on Black Friday instead of shopping in person is shopping online. A lot of stores are having Black Friday online. Walmart, Target, Amazon, they've been doing weekly Black Friday deals where they have a certain line of products every week that are available for sale prices. And you can either pick it up in store or you can have it shipped to home or you can have it shipped to store. Whatever is kind of your preference, you're able to get your shopping done before and after. It doesn't have to necessarily be that day. And I think that's actually a little bit more convenient for you this year. Another way is just to online shop regular things. If you really just want to see your card being swiped, online shop until you drop. When you're getting Christmas gifts, and I'm actually going to be doing an episode about budgeting for Christmas and not completely blowing your bank. If you budget per person, you can buy at any time of the year. You don't have to wait until Black Friday or Cyber Monday. So just keep both of those facts in mind that online shopping is huge this year and it's a huge adaptation that a lot of retailers are making. Like I mentioned earlier on Black Friday, like we would start on Thanksgiving night and over 40 stores have made a commitment to be closed tonight on Thanksgiving so that you aren't even tempted to go out and so that people can be home with their families, especially during this time. I know that it may seem like, oh, well, they're promoting people to go out at another time since they're not allowing people to go out on Friday. It's not necessarily or not letting people go out on Thursday. That's not necessarily the case. The case is more so you really should just be staying home regardless, whether you were intending on going out on Thursday or Friday. Stay home. I'm going to say this a million times this episode. It's going to be my catchphrase by the end of this episode, but just stay home and relax. There is so much more to the day after Thanksgiving than Black Friday shopping. Another thing that you can do is pamper yourself. You already stuffed your face, hopefully, with food, and you enjoyed every bite. And I'm I'm going to pivot real quick because Thanksgiving, my, my friend Justine, she was on the pod um, a couple weeks ago. She 
posted a really awesome story today about intuitive eating and how like you shouldn't punish yourself for having like a Thanksgiving meal and how like one meal of the year can lead into a spiral of a million other things happening. I think that's so true. And I think that diet culture and stereotypes are so perpetuated during this time. So if take what I say with a grain of salt, I'm still learning and I don't want to perpetuate any type of stereotype regarding diet culture or saying that, oh, you stuffed your face or, oh, you ate so little. I, I don't know. Your relationship with your food is your own. My relationship with my food is my own. I know that I ended up going back for seconds and I would say maybe second and a half. So it wasn't quite thirds. I didn't get like a third full plate. But, you know, as I grazed throughout the day, I, I had a lot more food than I normally would. But again, my relationship with food is my own. But leading back to what the suggestion is instead of Black Friday shopping is pamper yourself. If you pamper yourself the day after, regardless of how you're feeling, whether you're already feeling good or maybe you're not feeling so good, you might feel better at the end of it. Take a bath, get a bath bomb, get some Epsom salt. I mean, you know, you know your body, you know your bath. Take a really long shower, exfoliate your skin, put some cucumbers in your eyes. Like, I mean, there's a lot of ways that we can pamper ourselves or even just like take a break from like doing things. Sit down and slow down or I I think pampering yourself is pretty much up to you. I have multiple episodes about relaxing and how to de-stress and how to decompress. Check those out. I'm not going to be a broken record and completely list off a whole bunch of ways that you can pamper yourself, but it's an alternative to the shopping. Another thing that you can do is if you didn't get your fix in cooking from the day before, bake something. Baking is honestly so therapeutic and it's time consuming because you have to mix all the ingredients, clean up. There's always flour that inevitably ends up everywhere, whether it's oat flour, almond flour, regular, just white bleach flour. There is always some cleanup to do. And then there's the whole baking process. And while the whatever you're making is in the oven, you can watch a movie or you can just do something productive. Baking is a great thing to distract you from doing other things. And use that to your advantage if you are tempted to go Black Friday shopping. At the end of the day, I don't think these suggestions I'm giving is because I'm trying to like say, oh, well, don't go Black Friday shopping. Let me deter you. Think about all these awesome things you can do instead. What I'm saying is please stay home. But while you're staying home, here's a couple things you can do. So I just want to make sure that the means for the way that I'm conveying this isn't coming off incorrectly. Another thing that you can do is you can turn your thanks into a chain reaction as some of the sorts. So you can find a charity and you can donate or you can find a place that you can donate your time virtually, whether it's assisting someone who may be hard of hearing or it is giving back to the less fortunate to your like. And I made a TikTok about this less fortunate than you versus the least fortunate. Those are two different things, but giving back to someone, organize your clothes, get rid of some of your clothes, find a Goodwill, drop off some clothes. 10% of your wardrobe should be cycled out every year. That's my rule. And I think a lot of my episodes that I've talked about thus far are kind of coming full circle in that respect, but circle through your wardrobe and see if there's anything that you can get rid of. There's a lot of different things that you can do in order to give back to someone else or to give back to your community. And that's another thing that you can do instead of Black Friday shopping. 
Speaking of things that you can do other than Black Friday shopping is you can make a cocktail. So make a drink. And I have a lot of drinks on my TikTok and on this podcast, but you know how the episodes go every week. I'm going to give you another one to make and to fill your time with. So the cocktail for this episode is going to be an apple cider mimosa. This is not like super original, but I do put a fun little twist on it that just makes it a lot more fun. So a lot of people are going to think this is a little weird, but I think it's delicious. We're not going to use exclusively apple cider. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. Um, and just champagne, we're going to add a third ingredient to the party. Go ahead and grab your champagne flute, and we're going to pour about halfway to three quarters of the way with champagne, and then we're going to add equal parts apple cider and orange juice. This is truly going to be an apple cider mimosa because it has the mimosa, it has the apple cider, and it's kind of like the best of all worlds. It's absolutely delicious, and it's so simple. Again, simplicity has kind of been a common theme with everything happening in the world, but it's especially a simple a common theme now that we are the day after Thanksgiving and not really about wanting to do too much extra than just the bare minimum. Getting back into the topic of this episode, this episode is going to be on the shorter side because, of course, it is Thanksgiving and I am feeling that kind of comatose feeling after eating all of the food that I had and just drinking and all that jazz. But I'm going to leave you with a couple thoughts and a couple things to just like think about. And I want to tell you about what I'm thankful for and the people that I'm thankful for, the things that I'm thankful for. So I'm going to start with that. I am so thankful for all of you who are listening and who have been a part of my podcast and who have been a part of my social media following and who have been a part of my TikTok and a part of my Instagram. I am so thankful for all of you. I'm so thankful for my producers. They are amazing. Molly and Nicole, you guys are awesome. And I'm so thankful for all of you. I'm also thankful for my family and my friends. They have been so supportive and such a rock this year. And it's been absolutely amazing just sharing this experience with all of them. 
I am so thankful that I was able to turn something that was going to be an otherwise bad situation with COVID into a decent situation by finding the light at the end of the tunnel. And this is kind of like what I want to leave you with is I know things are bad right now and I know things suck. And trust me, I definitely understand, but things will get better. And as long as we all do our part, we are all collectively working towards one goal. I think all of us have a common goal of wanting this to be over and for wanting everyone to be safe, happy, and healthy, for our hospitals not to be filled to capacity, for our friends and families to feel comfortable with us being around, for people who have may not been able to go see their family for this holiday to see their family for the next holiday, whether it's Christmas or it's Easter, for all of us to be happy and healthy and just having the opportunity to grow and develop in a non-COVID world. So I leave you with this. Stay home, stay safe. And at the end of the day, as long as you're doing your part, you are doing the best you can. And I'm so happy for you. And I'm so proud of you for doing that. But I am going to wrap up this episode. I really appreciate you listening. I hope that I gave you a couple things that you can do in alternative to Black Friday shopping. And again, just to echo one last time, stay home and don't forget to make it cute, keep it cute, and stay safe, everyone. See you on the next episode. Bye. Hope you had a good time. If so, then please subscribe and leave a review. Cause this podcast is new. We drink, we eat, we laugh out loud. My name is Miles. That's all for now.